0: Best movie I've ever seen. It has a vampire and an explosion. It's amazing the way you notice two things...
1: funny you said deus ex machina
0: yeah do we need to explain the term the machine the machines of god well
2: (laughs) we don't have the deus (laughs) right um yeah just the ex machina
1: let's let's do that well machina peach
2: (laughs) machina island
1: let's do the intro
2: i hope i'm pronouncing that horribly wrong
1: (laughs) It doesn't matter either way.
0: Hello, hello. Okay.
1: We've got people who can't use the right form of your all around us every day.
2: Your? Like the days up. <laughs> yes. Y-O-R-E.
1: <laughs> it's the same word also. Just spell it the same way. Y-O-U-R. Covers it all. Let's do this. Get
2: rid of the O. <laughs>
1: Y-U-R. Just the You're. letter U, the letter R. How about just Y-R? Why not? Your. Er, there's probably a er, norse er,
0: god probably it'd be confusing
1: hello wow that was loud let's do that again hello and welcome to another exciting episode of chewing the scenery horror movie podcast the podcast where we talk about horror movies of the past and present we are your hosts i am richard and with me are Jolian, hello and will hello And uh, there will be spoilers in this thing, Um, so we're going to wreck this movie if you haven't seen it. So why are you listening to this if you've not seen this?
0: It's a good movie.
1: Yeah, so we're going to start there. Um, We're a bunch of illustrators, not a bunch of critics, Um, so we like drawing pictures, especially Jolien. I don't know if you like drawing pictures anymore after last night.
0: <laughs> Why especially?
2: Well, just because you've spent the last you week must like or it a so lot.
1: <laughs> you've been drawing Ninja Turtles instead yeah. of sleeping. Tell us about that.
0: Yes, we finished up the Ninja Turtles book at six this morning, and Very it is now nice. seven something mm-hmm. seven p.m. Evening. Yeah, so yes. I'm I'm up for anything. It's just like Let's college, go. <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh How yeah. How many
2: pages was this like? Twenty
0: four or something.
1: Wow, that's a lot of pages.
0: Uh, it's not that many the way I used to do ninja go, but um, <laughs> for for Zach, he's he's just so hyper detailed. Mm. Like his his approach is to build pictures up with tiny little lines, like he's painting with mm. ink. So it's very meticulous, and you're you're just thinking about every fraction of a millimeter going in. It's just. Uh,
2: so what are you? Were you penciling?
0: I was doing everything by the end of it. Okay. Uh, so so it started out with um, I'd just be inking in basic shapes of uh, buildings and weapons and things. Yeah. And then and then. Uh, and then Gradually, especially as the deadline was coming up, I was like taking over more and more. So I was, by by the end of it, I was drawing faces and characters and working out crowd scenes of ninja, and uh, and then he'd uh, he'd finish them off in his own style. You know, he he likes to put lots of textures and things like that on top of things. That's what
1: the people pay for.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's why he's so popular.
1: There's something to be said for having high standards.
0: Yeah, he he holds himself to a very high standard, which isn't often followed by editors.
1: It's not always appreciated for how <laughs> no, awesome it
2: is. No, it's way more work than you should ever put into it.
1: I'm guilty of that sometimes too. Um, oh, don't let me forget to do this. Thank you f- to the Moonrays for that song at the beginning of the show. Uh, intro creature features and you can find the music at themoon rayscom or find The Moon Rays on iTunes or Amazon okay there I got that said and you know they deserve thank yous for such an awesome theme Jolene have you watched anything or are you just watching uh, your hand drawing yeah I watched uh,
0: Escape from Tomorrow which is that film where a lot of it was like guerrilla filmed at uh, one of the Disney places.
1: Oh, like King Kong.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. <laughs>
1: Giant gorillas? Yeah. just normal-sized gorillas?
0: <laughs> no, so, I've seen uh, it. I,
1: I've seen it. But go ahead, tell us. Yeah, mm, Tell us what happens. You didn't care for it.
0: Well, it, I didn't, but R- Richard, Richard likes it. I
1: thought it was fun. Like, be, if, if someone told me, these people got permission, they filmed this, and this is the best they got, I would be like, yeah, that movie wasn't very good. But knowing that... It was a gorilla f- filmed made it really kind of interesting and
0: intriguing. Yeah, you can see some of, some of it's digital. Yeah. They put them into the background. Spe- especially oh. that
1: Epcot scene where they're inside yeah. Epcot, <clears throat> obviously digital.
0: But uh, I got kind of tired of, of it after a while. I, I appreciated how it was done. Um, it was really impressively, you know, they, they basically had to grab all this footage and edit it and make coherent story out of it so it's this this uh, family and the, and the guy uh at the start he finds out he's just been fired and he has a breakdown and things start to get strange he starts having these visions and things
1: it seems like he's in a fugue state doesn't it? yeah
0: and he starts skeeving on this this uh, pair of uh, like teenage french girls who are the, uh, and he starts following them around and, and that goes on for a for way too long, I was, it does. I was like, oh, I don't want to see this.
1: You haven't seen that TV show, The Americans, have you? No. Okay, it's a it's about uh, some Russian spies who appear to be Americans in every way, mm-hmm. but they're actually not. And uh,
2: spoiler, they're Russian.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much out of the gate, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not really too big a spoiler. Um, the brunette young woman, the teenage girl or young woman, is. Um, a character who appears in the Americans eventually. Mm. So um, she's gone on to other acting, right. which is good.
0: Okay. No, I, I appreciate horror movies going into taboo territories. You know, they, they should do, but... Sure. Um, Too long. Yeah, it just went on so long with this guy following these teenage girls around. It's like... Yeah.
1: And they seem to be kind of leading him on, teasing him. Yeah. Well, whatever,
0: or, you know, is, was it in his head or not? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I ceased caring, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I ceased caring. That's
1: right on the front of the box. I ceased caring. <laughs> I ceased caring.
0: <laughs> it's got like <laughs> <J-8>. two stars.
1: <laughs> if you notice how they fake people out with the wreaths on the front of video boxes now? Oh, they've done it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I guess by now I mean the last 10 years. (laughs) Oh, they've
2: done it longer. I remember being a kid. I had, uh... oh my God, what was it? I'm going to say Pumpkinhead, the poster for the movie Pumpkinhead. Nice. Uh, I used to get a bunch of posters because my friend's mom ran a video store. Um, There were always blurbs on there that were from some newspaper you'd never heard of, Mm -hmm. you know, the Flagstaff Union Reader, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) Well, nowadays it's obscure, like podcast, like Chewing the scenery or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be on the poster one day. But anyway, uh, uh, so these are films I was like watching today, like, you know.
2: Why weren't you sleeping?
0: uh, I wanted to stay awake to get over the.
2: Oh, yeah, just so
0: you I watched Only Lovers Left Alive, which was perfect. I heard that was good. Jim Jarmusch. He's always worth watching. Oh, I love his stuff. You just, uh, his movies you kind of absorb, you know, as much as watch.
1: Okay, I wrote that one down because Killer POV said it was awesome. Yeah. And they didn't mention it was Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Tilda Swinton. Oh, hell yeah. Tom Hiddleston played Loki and all that. Sold. John Hurt. But it's one of these uh, recent movies where, like, the vampires are these—they've been around so long, and they're kind of tired of being around. And uh, they call uh, in this movie—they call uh, uh, mortal people zombies. Oh, <laughs> well, they—they like they like some of them, but uh, you know, they're, <clears> they're so tired of people. But it's so nice looking and sounding and everything, you know.
1: Well, I'm not even a several hundred year old immortal creature with fangs, and I'm sick of people a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, oh, I mean, in in the same vein, as it were. <laughs> Do you like that? Yeah, that was you, good. Oh, I'm not too tired. No, not at all. Uh, there's another there's a another uh, movie we're, uh, called Byzantium, which is like a British movie. The fellow who did Company of Wolves and so on. I think I've written that one down uh, where too. Where it's like a pair of Vampire women, and they're in Hastings on the south coast of England.
1: Nice, but
0: yeah, <clears throat> pretty so, cool.
1: So, only lovers left alive is a high recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good to know. It's good. One. Awesome. Uh, anything else you've happened across? No.
2: no? Ninja Turtles 1 through 3 <laughs> and the the reboot Visions oh, of God. them dancing in your head
0: I saw the first movie I don't I've not seen any of I Can't
2: I just Don't can't. watch the the newest one
0: No I've heard that's creepy
2: Oh it's the most soulless movie way. I've ever seen <laughs> Just
1: strictly a cash grab That's a Michael oh, Bay yeah. one isn't it Yeah <clears throat> okay Fucking Michael Bay
2: jeez It was everything you had seen before done better Oh uh, just movement constantly uh what i watched recently gee i don't even remember Uh, better call saul i was
1: gonna say you're gonna make me put the jeopardy thinking music behind this yeah
2: (laughs) i had them i had them written down i was gonna name a bunch of movies i'd watched
1: better call saul is going good places yeah i'm enjoying it a lot and
0: that's, I think, before the last couple of movies, horror movies I saw, it, it turned out to be a bee double bill. You know, sometimes you get those accidental double bills. You don't yeah. know it. So uh, I watched The Killer Bees, which is like the first Killer Bee movie uh, I wa- from the mid-60s. British?
2: British? I watched that one today. Oh. Wow. I'm not kidding. I watched The Killer Bees today. Whoa, that's crazy. I watched Gorgo. <laughs> and that's I watched good uh, Recently, I watched Revenge of the Creature. Okay. Which I hadn't seen in wow. a long, long time.
0: Too good and Clint
2: Eastwood's there. Uh, yes. He's a scientist.
0: His <laughs> right. left coat. Does
1: yeah. He have, does he have poofy Doesn't hair? does he have a
2: guinea pig oh. in his pocket or something? <laughs> something yeah, he's Yeah,
0: he's got quite a nerd pocket going.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, and then uh, what was your one? Spacing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the remake of The Wicker Man.
2: Oh my God! How to get burned? You how to watched... get burned? That movie. Did you see it? I've seen that movie numerous times. <laughs> I've seen the remake more than I've seen the original. Sadly. Uh, Are we talking about Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Yes. Really? It is something awful.
0: <laughs> is it so bad that
1: it's good, or is it just so bad that you're watching
0: <laughs> the I accident? Think it was that as so bad that it was good. It, it was bad. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of.
2: It somehow gets better. There more than... You watch it more.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw the whole thing because I, I think I was doing at the time. So. Have yeah. I stuck it out.
1: Have I told you guys that I'm making a companion shirt for my hypno-walking? That's going to be fractal uh, Nick Cage. <laughs> it's going to be like one of those fractal geometry spirals, but every little dot, instead of being a dot, is going to be Nicolas Cage's crazy face.
0: Okay.
2: Crazy face.
1: He does make those once in a while, right? Yeah. That's not, I'm not imagining this. You
2: know on the terrible movie Ghost Rider?
1: <laughs> I've not seen it, but I've seen the I've previews. I've not seen
2: it. He, he plays it. I've seen both a, of those. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the photos of him <clears throat> just in his makeup that he did himself to be oh. on set? Mm-hmm. I mean, they computer generated all the flames in his skull, but he did this like crazy, quote unquote, voodoo face. <laughs> Makeup. I wish they'd just released the movie like that. It, it would have made Excellent. that movie fantastic. Have
0: you seen the documentary uh, where it was like um, where they attempted to make Superman with him? Ooh. Oh,
1: I saw part of that. It looked stunning. We started yeah. watching yeah. that over here. That's what it was.
2: Yeah, it looked really bad. Is that after yeah, we
1: watched? Yeah. I think we did the live watch of Robot Monster, and when we shut that off, it was already running on one of the movie channels. And yeah. it, it was mind blowingly weird and bad because he had like the big flapping flowing mullet mm-hmm. and like was he wearing a muscle suit or had he just yeah, been working like out it was like a muscle
0: it was suit, like a yeah. muscle
2: suit that lit up i want one of those it was it looked fantastically off.
0: <laughs> have you seen the whole thing no i've not seen oh, it's worth yet. watching i will watch For, it, all. it it's really soon into this documentary you can see oh they're they're leaving behind Superman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just going off in their own direction, and uh, you think, okay, where are they going to go? So and it's super tangential. There's lots of really talented people involved in this. You know. Ironically, yeah, really, you know, concept designers and things like that.
2: Big spiders.
0: Yeah, oh. a big spider, and that there's a, that that whole glowing suit thing is for this one brief sequence where he's regenerating.
2: Yep, as yeah. he would do. Yeah,
0: but they have lots of video footage of the you know, costume tests where it's him and the, the, the muscle I saw suit. a bit of that, yeah. That and, that, that, and then the photo from that was the one that hit the internet into it and, uh, and all the fans are like, What?
1: Yeah. <laughs> how, how does it stack up against Conair?
0: <laughs> Con Air I enjoyed the hell out of, you know. I did it was like okay, here we go. Super macho
1: It's it's so none fantasy. Yeah, it's It's almost a parody of itself. I don't know if it it means All those
0: 80s, 90s Muscle Man movies, they're they're fun. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to go way over the top. Uh, So what what have you seen?
1: I cannot even think of what I've seen. Where's that Jeopardy music? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to keep it as short as possible.
2: (laughs) Well, the killer bees... You know, made me mm. remember them. <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, be- you, you need to catch up on the you killer You have to watch the killer bees. I will. It's it made on a a great set. You can tell it's on a set. I watched the twinkies It's like a
0: 10 foot deep Uh-huh. Yeah, you can <laughs> see like stage. the background. Yeah, it's like it's just, just painted.
2: It it was like watching a play at times.
0: Right. Well, you know, fair enough. Yeah, no, I enjoyed do a, do it. A play with, like, I've watched was it was a couple Frank times. Frank Finlay and yeah, there's good people in there.
1: I watched the Twonky, so I can watch anything, oh, yeah. okay. you know, right? I like the Twonky. I that did was too. All right too. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, I so know. So you
0: need to watch Killer Bees and Only Love Is Left Alive.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm on that. Um, I, I know I watched a couple of things, and I can't think of what they were, other than um, Better Call Saul is back, and uh, The Walking Dead is back. Now, here's an interesting thing: I just showed you guys the grill from the drunk driver's car. <laughs> That hit our vehicle and somehow was unharmed. It was a Chrysler 300. And, and uh, if
2: anybody wants
0: this
1: grill, it's going to be on eBay soon because <laughs> it was relatively unharmed. Mm. So I'm we're, keeping...
0: we re- we're each going to take a bite out of it and autograph <laughs> it.
1: Right. Yes. Um, it's a funny thing. We were watching Walking Dead last night, and Rick and Daryl head out on some mission. And I will not do any spoilers on Walking Dead, so relax. Um, they head out they on did. some mission and they've got th- some other car other than like the sponsors vehicles that the first several seasons had like cars that wouldn't be uh, still around in the apocalypse <laughs>
2: that sounds fantastic they do that on uh on a lot of CW shows like oh so the bad. vampire Diaries yeah they'll, and they'll make some everybody's in a Kia. <laughs> reference to it like hey quick run everybody get into my brand new Kia.
0: It's got automatic seats. It's got... <laughs> Look at this plush interior. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh,
1: so they take off, and I swear to you, it's the same car the drunk driver was driving. <laughs> it was a Chrysler 300 approximately the same year. And I'm looking at the grill going, yep, I'll be selling you on eBay.
0: Mm. Um, or you could sell it as the Walking Dead grill.
1: Oh, I could totally. Okay, I'm going to edit this out and sell it. Right. all right. Rick and Daryl's grill. Okay. All right. So um, let's talk about that movie, Ex Machina. Um yeah. yeah. Which
2: means no longer former enough. it's
1: the <laughs> it's the machine formerly known as the no it, it was a a 2015 movie um, that was made it for It still is. It's still no matter what we do it will <laughs> It does not we, cease to exist. <laughs> well, it was made for $15 million in 2015. Really? Mm. Coincidence? I think not. $15 million. Yeah.
0: That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed what, it. It was the Wicker Man remake. That was, 20, it was over $20 million. <laughs> Oh, easily. Most well, of why? that. Why? I could see why. It's like, you're going to make a film about a bee colony on an island, but let's not use it actual bees or an island
1: we're we're gonna construct an island for nicholas
0: cage yeah we're gonna have a cg island
2: we need nicholas cage in a bear suit
0: (laughs) we need nicholas cage in a cage (laughs) (laughs) i I can see us doing this movie because like there's a drinking game every every time he has a flashback of the accident scene
2: oh man that st- it made no sense at all. We should watch that at some point. I feel like I'm
1: missing out. I have to watch this. Yeah.
0: You're not. You're, a, your life is better.
1: It's a total dumpster fire, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Ex Machina, okay. this is a movie about um, this computer code writer dude named Caleb who wins some sort of internal company contest. And so he works at, mm. let's just say it's Google because it's fucking Google, right? Um, so... He wins the chance to spend a week at the boss's house in the mountains, mm. which is, I don't know what the where it's supposed to be, Alaska or someplace.
0: Yeah, it looks like British Vancouver or something. Yeah, right. something like
2: that. Um,
1: <clears throat> well, this guy... Uh, it was n-
2: about half an hour outside of L.A.
1: Probably. No, was really. <laughs> it was, <it> was <laughs> drought stricken. Um, so this, this boss, well, the company owner, Nathan, who's played by Oscar Isaac, uh, is the CEO of this company. And he wants to invite somebody from the company to come up there for uh, who knows what. And then he arrives and it's like, hey, let's uh, let's perv on these girl robots. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of what's going on.
0: Yeah. It's very twisty turny because like, there's a whole thing about uh, did he actually win a contest or not?
1: He was handpicked, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. He says as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think I he mean, does.
2: despite the robot mm-hmm. saying don't. Trust him. He was pretty trustworthy. He didn't actually lie. Mm. He may have hidden the truth a bit with things like the contest, but was that really that big of a deal?
1: Why was he so willing to trust that robot? I don't know. He was, the, But the, this guy, Nathan, was kind of like, hi, I'm a dirtbag. Are yeah, you, aren't you so, kind of a dirtbag, too? <laughs> but which you just approach him as, yeah, okay, he's a dirtbag. He's, yeah. he's a
0: good, isn't he? He's, he's such yeah. a good contestant really really contemporary villain.
1: He sells it really well. And he's like a villain without really being that villainous. Yeah,
0: yeah. He, well, he's a, he's a like smiling corporate.
1: Right. He's like, "Hey man, I'm a regular right. guy except for I've got billions of dollars." Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: and an alcohol problem. L- let's Seriously. let's hang out
0: as long as you do everything I do and
1: right
2: everything yeah. I want
0: you
1: to
2: do. You can go wherever wherever you want except where you can't.
1: <laughs> so seeing this for the first time, how did you like the um, the tone, the whole mood of this movie.
2: It reminds me a lot of uh, It Follows with the. Yeah, I got that too. The kind of droning music, sort of a slow pace.
1: Mm. <clears throat> Let's get this out of the way. Is it horror? It's...
2: Mm, I'd say it's more sci-fi, but it does get kind of creepy.
1: Yeah,
0: anything like end. Frankenstein. Yeah, I mean that mythos that's, it crosses over both genres, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Now, I've said before, I find the question A is modern, it horror,
2: modern-day Prometheus?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I find the question kind of annoying when I hear other people have the discussion, so I feel like we can answer pretty quickly. Um, horror has to just hit a few boxes on the checklist and then yes it is you know a murderer could just be a murderer why is that horror it's just like it's a thriller right whatever but
0: yeah if if the emphasis is on the 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 fear involved in right in being stalked or you know particular you know, gruesomeness to it i think it goes over into horror you know there's lots of giallo crosses over into horror
1: so substitute sexy girl robot with ghost, vampire, shapeshifter, alien, etc. Mm-hmm. And this is a horror movie, right? Yeah. I mean, so really, just the fact that it's sexy girl robot, so what? Um, it it feels, and some of it felt like a, a Stanley Kubrick film, didn't
0: it? Yeah, it does feel like science fiction films from the early to mid 70s, you know, before things... Yeah. before Star Wars
2: before Star Wars <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: and it had a lot of Stanley's one point perspective with those hallways and those rooms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being so symmetrical right. it f- I nice. I love the mood of it
2: yeah nice long quiet scenes yeah
1: mm-hmm. and almost like there's that David Lynch kind of humming throbbing sound behind yeah. everything whether there was or there wasn't it felt like there was
0: yeah
1: so that was pretty cool but um,
0: yeah if you, if you like this you know check out like Solaris and you know, something, something like the serious science fiction movies in the first half of the 70s.
1: What's the one with Sam Neill? Um, Event Horizon. <laughs>
0: mm. a, lot no. people, a lot of people hate this movie. That's the one that's kind of like Black Hole.
1: Yeah, Black Hole,
2: but they end up in hell. The
0: devil's The Black in the Hole black ends Hole. up in hell.
2: Yeah, I guess so. No, it's it, a you, gory goes, you black go
0: through black. and it turns into like Dante's Inferno.
2: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> What the hell happened at the end of that movie? <laughs> that was a trip. That was like a 2001 for kids. Yeah. I saw that when I was a child, and that end of that movie, they wrapped him up in tinfoil, and it made no sense from then on.
0: Yeah, I remember going to have seen that when I was a kid, and it's like there's a, someone gets drilled by a robot. Uh huh, yeah, that like red robot,
2: uh, Maximilian, I believe, is his name. Okay. Yeah, he drills through somebody, and there's, they turn that. One person around, and he has like a silver face. Oh, oh. huh.
1: So let's jump back to Westworld. Have you, have you both seen mm, Westworld well, recently it. enough to remember it?
0: Yeah, I, I've seen it a few times.
1: I haven't seen
2: Westworld in a long, long time.
1: Same here, but this kind of feels like it's got some of the same uh, themes going on. You know, like the mm-hmm. the robots become self aware and they have their own motivations. Yeah, their own agenda starts to surface. Yeah, so that's,
0: that's Michael Crichton.
1: Yeah, that's right, he wrote that.
0: Yeah, and I think, he, didn't he direct that as well?
1: He may I have. don't good, remember. He was a
0: good director.
1: I have a great um, Basil uh, um, Gogos cover from uh, Famous Monsters that's got uh, Yul Brynner with, right. with yeah. the face missing. I've got yeah. that one somewhere.
0: So he, he it's like Westworld, he I mean, basically he takes the same concept and he, he does Jurassic Park. And,
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, he loves his know.
0: theme parks. Yeah, the theme parks has gone wrong, you know, it's a good, good little uh, theme he's got going there and... Uh, And then, um, you'll bring a character as an inspiration for Schwarzenegger in Terminator. Oh yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, he he said he he like he watched that for for helping him with his performance.
1: Oh, that's great, because that I mean, Terminator really felt groundbreaking at the time. It Mm -hmm. didn't feel derivative. Yeah. So they did a good job.
0: <laughs> well, Except do, they do you want got to go there? Sued
1: for it. <laughs> because it was super derivative? Yes. yes. It, it, enough because time it, had it, passed, and that's why it didn't feel that came way. came
0: out, and uh, uh, James Cameron actually foolishly mentioned that he'd, he'd seen a couple of episodes of Outer Limits by Harlan Ellison, where, where it has that idea of someone jumping back to our present day to stop horrible yeah. events of the future. I've right. seen that I one. Think there was an episode called The Soldier or something? Yeah, something the yeah, Soldier. Yeah, so there's a couple of episodes live. I think and they're then, both Harlan Ellison.
2: Yeah, they're both Harlan Ellison. I don't remember what the second one was.
0: So, yeah. so uh, But anyway, he explicitly said that he'd been inspired by these episodes, so Harlan sued his ass. And Whoops. Yeah, and Harlan's no.
2: such an easygoing guy. <laughs> <laughs> Never had any problems. He's a lovely with anybody. man. We
0: have much respect for him.
1: Don't, please don't sue us. <laughs> So, so this um, this source material, or well, this theme, these ideas, not something brand new.
2: Well, Jolene mentioned Frankenstein.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I mean it's not brand new by a uh, hundred and some odd years. <laughs> it, but it's...
2: Almost two hundred years.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, time two flies, doesn't it? Two years from now. So, wow. Yeah. So it was, yeah, eighteen
1: eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Damn. We need to have a big party for that. <laughs> I think that's what we're gonna do.
0: Franken party.
1: Yeah. We'll get some Frankenhookers, you know, <laughs> dancing on some platforms. Oh, It'll be great. Excellent. So these themes aren't new, but um, what did you think of the handling of these themes uh, to make them feel kind of uh, current or?
0: Yeah, it felt so, fresh to me. Yeah, yeah it
1: felt yeah.
2: very fresh.
1: I thought so too. Um, um,
2: I got a lot of Terminator vibes from it. Did but, you?
1: Yeah. I kind of didn't. I kept feeling like I was watching Stanley Kubrick. Uh, in the 1970s, kind of feel. Uh,
2: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just paranoid, but I don't trust a computer. <laughs> <laughs> they are <laughs> right coming to get the us. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> they are coming to get us. That's a fact. Um, now, the 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 guy being the CEO of this company, which is essentially Google and Facebook, or Google and Facebook, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, whatever they called it, I don't. I didn't even bother to write it down what they called the company, but. Um,
2: I don't even remember them mentioning it. It was just kind of implied, but I guess they did.
1: Well, somebody I know who does some work for Google uh, on a fairly deep level told me that you would be horrified if you knew what they could do to watch you. And they, we already know they kind of watch, you know, how we search the web and what we look at and mm-hmm. you know, all this sort of thing. But what they're capable of far exceeds what they are currently doing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, oh what, like they could even, you know, watch your eyes as you hover over the the search results. Yeah. Yep. They've got the technology. They're yeah. just they're not currently employing it for anything, but they've got it. They could watch they could track your the movements of your eye across the page.
2: Yeah. Where where's my tablet that I can use my eyes to just yeah. select and then, things? And then
1: have a talk in a robot voice. Yeah. <laughs> I become... already
2: have Siri. Yeah. I've never used.
1: You've never used Siri? No. We should ask Siri some ridiculous question right now. Think of something. We should have
2: it as the uh, fourth. We should have it as a guest star.
0: Let's do this. People were asking it for like huge numbers and it was like multiplications of trillions and and it was. And then the answer was like a. I found this on the web for huge numbers news. What? What is that, Siri? (laughs)
1: She heard you say huge numbers. I'm sorry. Huge numbers? Hold on. Big numbers? What did you think of Ex Machina?
2: I really couldn't say.
1: Why not? Why not? Is it a secret?
2: Yeah, and right here, this is why I do not use Siri.
1: (laughs) I can't say. All right.
0: <laughs> we could drop that. Yeah, there's, there's no, good... why not? And <laughs> that's exciting.
2: It was. It well, was well, like well, having the robot right here, right off the movie screen. Ooh, it's like how Two Thousand,
0: but completely incompetent.
1: Hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> that, that was pretty incompetent. But let's think of a better question to ask her. Let's not drop this yet. Okay. Um. Yeah. What do we ask Siri? What is your favorite color? What is your favorite color?
2: My favorite color is well, I don't know how to say it in your language. It's sort of greenish, but with more dimensions.
0: Awesome. You're lying. So this is a Lovecraftian brain floating in space. That-
2: Something like that. Okay.
1: Wow.
0: How about uh, define Deus Ex Machina?
1: That that didn't that didn't pass the Turing test at all, did it? No. <clears throat> no. It. Could you please define deus ex machina?
0: Let me check that. The (laughs) definition of deus ex machina is any active agent who appears unexpectedly to solve an insoluble difficulty. Fair enough. Okay. (laughs) Doesn't give the derivation.
2: Yeah, you should say what it's from.
1: We could ask that.
0: Do you know it? Yeah, it's
1: great. Where does the yes. term deus ex machina come from? the
2: machine of God. comes yep. down and saves you at the end. Yeah, yeah. My
1: sources. Here's what like I found a helicopter in a so movie it's I watched term deus ex today from at the It
0: mm, Just put it, it was on my screen. mechanism that was over the stage, and then they would lower these
1: mm, yeah.
0: actors who were playing gods to mm-hmm. wrap everything up in a hubristic fashion.
1: Yeah. So when you need to drop something in to just tidy things up?
0: Yeah, because you've written yourself into guards. a
2: <laughs> corner.
1: So you have strings and pulleys and actors to get you out of it. <clears throat>
0: yeah. So it's kind of frowned upon as a plot writing device <clears throat> today outside That's of just Ultraman its Ultraman shows.
2: You know, it could make a comeback. You could have technology or science sweep in at the last minute and mm-hmm. save you.
1: So do you think Caleb was expecting... I mean, even remotely expecting something as cool as sexy girl robots? No. What a nice surprise for him, right?
0: Because it's so far in advance of what we know we're capable of right now.
1: Yeah, I would say 15 to 20 years in the future is so much, you know, like crazier imagining that than imagining 100 years in the future. Like, hover cars, probably not going to happen.
2: I was thinking of this the other day, sort of. The future, anyway. Um, you could kind of see cell phones a long time ago, or at least a handheld computer. They had something like that on Star Trek. Sure. Fashion hasn't changed that much. One thing I would have never predicted, never seen in a show, is people carrying backpacks. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, everybody's <laughs> carrying a backpack. What is the deal?
1: with the backpack people (laughs) you can't leave your house without all this shit
2: yes is that it i mean i thought we were supposed to have it all on our phone now but Mm. what are they carrying in there have you noticed a lot of people carrying backpacks
0: i do (laughs) i
1: well okay yeah well there's one over there on the chair yeah Uh, i'm what
0: Whenever I go out, I'm usually transporting books. And... I mean, it's useful,
2: but it's just a thing that I don't think anybody would have ever predicted. The backpacks <laughs> would become popular, yeah, yeah. and widely seen.
0: Because, like in like in the '50s, like students would carry like armfuls of books. Yeah. Oh, right.
1: Then this trend of wrapping a belt around it and just holding it by a belt,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, that
1: came around. So, oh, that's interesting. I wonder
2: how well that worked. I would but think... Your books slipped out all the time. Yeah. Ah, uh,
1: that's weird.
0: So if you actually went back to the 50s, would you actually see people wearing army surplus you know, luggage?
2: Probably not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only if they were I going mean, camping. I don't, I don't know. I mean, strictly if they were camping, I think. Is I mean, just that.
2: think of 30 years ago. Do you remember people in the 80s wearing backpacks? No. They could, um, I mean, they started the with shoulder that... Pads. S- fanny pack thing
0: oh yeah in in europe we had the the cagoule yeah which was this uh this uh rain jacket that you could fold up into this mm. pouch and yes uh, either wear it round the front as a cod piece or around the back as a extra cushion yeah. yeah yeah, they yeah had you had could this spot all the french here. kids coming over to england because they all had these things you yeah know,
1: you know how you can spot the europeans in hawaii when I was on the beach, they were the ones in the speedos. Yeah. Everybody had board yeah. shorts on except for the Europeans, and they were like <laughs> just running around in speedos. Which is the opposite of a backpack. It's like the least amount of fabric you could have on your person. A
2: backpack and speedos. <laughs> you're set.
1: <laughs> some 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 knee high boots so you're good to go. For a callback <laughs> to the, the last
2: it'd be episode. Like you know, you're running from zombies. You got your your backpack and your speedo. You're set.
1: We learned a lot from Luke, didn't we? Yes. Mm.
2: If you covered yourself in Vaseline, they couldn't get a hold of you, right?
1: Have right. <laughs> you ever seen a greased pig contest? Come on. Yes, I have. I bet you have. <laughs> Who could pass on that? So when um, when Caleb finally sees Ava, which. Funny thing, when I was taking notes, I was spelling it E V A, thinking, "Oh, mm. first woman, it's Eve." It's spelled A V A, actually. But when he first sees her, you could just kind of get that interesting uh, vibe of somebody who sees like this magnificent creature in the forest for the first time and never has seen one close up. But this is something he's seeing for the very first time. This is a this is a cyborg. This is a an android. This is an AI. She is cyborg, I don't.
2: No, she's just an android. No, I
1: guess she's not. She's
0: a, just an android?
1: Yeah, she's just an android. I, I I take back the term cyborg, which would mean cybernetic organism. Very good. Flesh. Uh, that's not real flesh.
2: Human and machine, yeah. sort of. Yeah,
1: because her face and whatnot is not flesh. I'm sure it's no, silicone.
2: No, dragon skin. <laughs> yeah. Bought, right, from the art supply store.
1: Smooth-on.com. <laughs> Look it up. Dragon skin. It's not actual dragon skin. Um, it has a a, a a ten times elongation at break. Yeah, yeah. You can stretch that stuff ten times. Wow,
2: that'd yeah. be fun to film, wouldn't it? To make somebody's face and then stretch it across the yard, like stretch Armstrong <laughs> till it snapped. <laughs> wow,
1: we are not off topic at all, are we?
2: <laughs> Did we watch a movie?
0: I didn't really watch
1: it. I'm just.
2: I sadly, I. I was busy drawing.
0: I saw it when it came out. No, I'm so kidding. it was,
2: it uh, I didn't pay as close attention to it that I should have.
1: I
0: rewatched it yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I it was <clears>
1: excellent.
2: It was good. I enjoyed it.
1: Um, so the, 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 uh, the whole introduction of this, uh, this character, Ava, the um, android, uh, it becomes clear right away that, that Caleb is there at Nathan's, Um, retreat in the mountains to take part in this uh, Turing test, this uh, observation and interaction with the android to find out how human is she behaving? How human is she thinking and interacting? And with that, you kind of get the feeling that maybe he doesn't get a lot of interaction with actual human females. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's not the best guy for the job. Did you kind of notice that too? He seemed a little...
2: Yeah, I could see that. A little awkward, but she seemed pretty awkward
1: herself.
0: But maybe he'd be more sincere. Maybe that's part of it. Like he's not. You know, he doesn't know all the fakery to do.
1: He's not a player
0: for you know the dating scene and whatever. Yeah, he's
1: not bogged down by all that. That's probably true.
2: And um, well, I mean, uh, the inventor does he have a name? Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. Um, says somewhere at the end. uh, You know that was part of the test. Was he wanted someone who would fall for this Mm. robot girl, right? Because she would would she use him to escape? And yes, she did. (laughs) As it mm -hmm. turns out, turns out, yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! The end
0: result.
1: Skynet has has taken has 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 become self aware. Um, so with with this. uh, with this introduction of this character shortly thereafter, we see these weird power cuts where the whole room turns red. And apparently the, the closed circuit television isn't working. The audio isn't working. So she's able to speak very, um, very frankly with uh, Caleb. And she, is it, I don't know. Is it the first, does she tell him right off the bat? She
2: Tells him right off the bat. Don't trust Nathan. Beard-
1: Beardo is bad. Don't he trust lies.
2: him. And that's all she says, and then she starts up some conversation in the middle, which was great, because the camera comes back on. Yeah. Later she says she controls that, but does
1: she? Yeah, she says that's something about her charging system, she's able to overload it and, and cause it to cut out. I wonder if it, he was doing all of it,
0: but... Well, She's got her own long game going.
1: She does. She does. <laughs> so, um... So shortly after this, um, Nathan gets absolutely shit faced and we kind of see him being himself. He's kind of a bad drunk. Well, he's not a mean drunk necessarily, except for where robot women are concerned. (laughs) So he's a robot woman misogynist from what I can tell. Um, but when, uh, when Caleb talks to him about the, uh, power cuts, he's like, quote unquote, looking into it. So he doesn't he doesn't admit to knowing anything really about how it happens, but then he gets drunk. And, uh, let's see the next morning we meet Kyoko, uh, who is a Japanese girl who doesn't speak or understand English supposedly. And I got the idea right away that she was probably an Android. Did you guys get that too?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Immediately. I
0: mean, <laughs> it's like, I assumed it. Cause like Japanese girls, like when I was teaching there, they were the ones who were most into learning. English. (laughs) I I find it really strange if a Japanese girl didn't know any English.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't giggle into her hand. So, (laughs) so clearly she wasn't really a Japanese girl. Make the V sign. Right. (laughs) Or take a bunch of selfies. Uh, She's good at disco dancing, though. She was. Did you, did you recognize the dance they were doing? No. What was it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Hustle. Oh, probably. Now think about that, the hustle,
2: the hustle. That's pretty good.
1: Think about it. I mean, because this whole thing is a hustle. This whole thing is a, is a con uh, coming from uh, Nathan, but then the the counter game is of course being played by Ava. So the fact that he was dancing the hustle with his his others and that's st-
0: from Saturday Night Live. And are they alive in the standard <laughs> definition of the term?
1: No, <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. I will say so that falls apart sorry I'm oh,
0: sorry there goes my theory I don't want to bust your bubble I- I but do
2: androids suffer from electric <laughs> fever <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the, the book by Philip K. Dink <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so uh, at this point in the movie we're, we've, we've met outside of the uh, the pilot of the helicopter and a couple people at the office we've met really only as far as the the basic story is concerned. We've met the third character. There's not much,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or I'm sorry, the fourth character. There's not much going on. Um, as far as like how they're going to complicate things with, uh, interactions because this girl can't speak or understand English. And that really kind of shouldn't complicate things at all. As far as interaction goes yet, this seems to be sort of the beginning of the undoing, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Outside of, of uh, Nathan's drinking. <laughs> I think his drinking was kind of his major undoing. It, it opened some opportunities up.
2: Well, his major undoing was...
1: Underestimating robots? This,
2: <laughs> well, taking on this experiment. He knew if it passed the test, it was going to get out. Maybe, maybe not kill him, but he had to figure that was a possibility. Well, um, if he designed this test to see if she'd use this naive cock-eyed Optimist, yeah. Caleb. <laughs> uh...
0: <laughs> well, if you go with the the uh, reference to Greek tragedy, like the essential Greek tragedy is man's hubris. Yes, hubris. And then the who's uh, undone by Nemesis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. That seems. And
0: so he's Mister Hubris. That seems Definitely.
1: to fit. <laughs> and. I would say that a lot of modern audiences wouldn't plug in the, you know the the tropes of Greek tragedy so it's kind of nice that they're able to use that without without someone going oh I see what they're doing there that's your that's your classic Greek tragedy um did you notice um Caleb and Ava right away forming a bond and her flirting with him was a flirtation obvious To you at first? Or did it seem like a couple sessions before it seemed like flirtation?
0: Uh, Well, you're not sure at first. It just looks like a genuine relationship developing.
1: Yeah. Uh, She's meeting somebody else for the first time outside of the guy that made her.
0: Right. So it it seems kind of sweet at first.
1: It does. Like very innocent.
0: You realize it wasn't later. Yeah.
1: And when they start to... um, I don't know, maybe third or fourth session, she uh, decides to put on a wig and some clothes to kind of make herself more human-looking, I guess. Yeah. And that sort of changed uh, really nothing about how he interacted with her, from what I could tell. Maybe she was making herself more comfortable. Maybe she is sentient at this point.
2: Well, I think she was.
1: At least self-aware.
2: Yeah, I mean, their first conversations, she says... I don't know, or maybe their second conversation. Uh, and I can't remember what she says. And then later she talks about, oh, well, you know, when he shuts me down, she obviously has self-preservation in mind. Um, so.
1: Well, um, Caleb seems to think this is sort of a trick or a ruse of some sort and talks to Nathan about it. It is. Yeah. Wasn't it? <laughs> well, It was. <laughs> and uh shortly after that conversation and let's see i I think i have somewhere here in the uh note that um let's see there was well actually to backtrack a little bit there's a part where kyoko spills some wine on nathan and he kind of gets abusive toward her
0: yeah the um (laughs) you look at the frankenstein mythos that um and it's core you've got um, the idea of reproduction but cutting out women, you know, getting rid of them, keeping control of it as a man. Hmm. So you, you've got, you know, in the Frankenstein stories, you've got two men who create something uh, which is at first another man um, and they they eliminate the woman from the equation of reproduction, yeah. So yeah. So you know, you, like in X Machina, you've got these these guys who are coming out with these fantasy women, who are you know they turn out to be reasserting themselves and good for them, <laughs> but uh, um, you know they're they're idealized and kind of fetishized and and they sh- they should be passive and and he so he's he gets really angry and abusive when they they're not.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it, he's he doesn't have everything under control, which he's probably very used to, mm. as far as being a CEO, who's very popular and very wealthy.
0: Yeah, he's 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 the alpha male, right? Well, in, you also, in every
1: situation.
2: You also get a sense that he's also very reclusive. So, yeah. I imagine human women are you know wouldn't put up with this bullshit. <laughs> right. It's true. Uh, then he finds he so he builds this, a robot girlfriend and he keeps making her more and more real till the point she becomes human and unwilling to put up with his bullshit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and he reveals that all of the um the ability to interact and all the information about facial expressions and you know tone of voice and conversation all came from basically spying on people through his um, software. So it's, and he, he he words it one way, and I forget how he said it, but basically he, it's not, you know, it's not mimicking traits. It, it's basically um, it's taking on all of them, like from everybody. It's it's seen everything and everybody.
2: No and wonder that robot was a jerk. Imagine! <laughs> oh my God, no. I can hardly handle the internet alone if it was (laughs) uh, personified.
1: And he, well, his idea was to spy on the entire population and build a fully self-evolving brain. And that was, I think that more than the booze was his undoing. Is that...
2: Oh, certainly. For her
1: brain to self-evolve, I mean, she quickly saw the foolishness in sticking around him. I Mm -hmm. think the
2: boozing probably only started after he realized...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what he <had> created. <laughs> he's like, Oh shit. Can't push all that toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah. <laughs> this is trouble. So um there there comes that night where um Nathan gets very drunk and Caleb uh walks into his room and uh he kind of notices there's this whole observation room where there's all these cameras and uh he's able to see Footage of uh, Nathan entering Ava's room and ripping up her drawing that she made, and uh, and Caleb kind of starts to see Nathan as this abusive person that he is, because mm-hmm. he hasn't really seen it firsthand as much, and uh, now this is going to turn his character as advocate. To, he he's going to advocate the girls. Um, he apparently doesn't know Kyoko's an android yet. But he's going to be their advocate now. He's he's sort of turning against Nathan, and he was never really on his side to begin with. That kind of seems. This is the big turning point. Is the additional information is revealed.
0: So, in that, yeah, there's, there's huge gulf in power between the the two men, isn't there? So
1: oh yeah, it's the it's like the restaurant owner and the dishwasher.
0: Always an uncomfortable, abusive situation. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he is truly powerless in this situation, mm-hmm. unless he does something to take an upper hand, which he finally does, which is great. He thinks. He <laughs> thinks. <laughs> <laughs> then he ends up in the mason jar, doesn't he? <laughs> I kind of, that's, I'm left wondering at the end of the movie, does he ever get out?
2: No, I don't mm. imagine he does.
1: Because he will die of dehydration, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, or... I don't know if there's water down there, but how much food could there be? Yeah, he's trapped in one room. He's trapped in one room. Yeah, he'll probably die. Yeah, he's got a couple of days and he's dead. Dehydration.
1: Well, I think it was, um, yeah, Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, question to his daughter was, if Boba Fett falls down that hole and it's really a bottomless pit, how does he die? Mm. And she thought about it. And I think she was maybe 10, if I remember the story correctly. She thought about it for a minute and said, well, dehydration. (laughs) Huh. That would be the first thing to take
0: there you. you go. If
1: you were falling down a bottomless pit. Yeah. So uh, that's. I
2: Although think... does the pit have sides? Because if you hit the sides, that'd kill you faster than the. I guess dehydration.
0: yeah. It's bottomless, not sideless. Yeah. That's true.
2: How narrow is this? <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't <laughs> watched... to nothing.
1: I haven't watched that particular Star Wars movie in a long time.
2: Oh. I think they said it would digest you over a thousand years. Yeah,
0: yeah. After the first, you know, couple but, of weeks, you, you. I mean, you'd be you dead. Wouldn't anyway. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, so you it know. eats very slowly. You're not worried. About- I
2: always wondered if maybe it prolonged your life, <laughs> like you could be yeah. almost immortal, but only as long as you're in the starlax stomach. Yeah. Oh, wow. So does this movie mean that uh, (laughs) machines could have souls or that people don't?
1: Um, A and B, I think. (laughs) We don't actually have a soul, but machines now do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we, we kind of... We have them, but we abuse them and ignore them and do things against our conscience.
1: There are people who appear to not have... Any humanity to them? I've met some of them, and it's really bizarre when you meet one. Like yeah, some... you
0: have got to be a human to be inhuman. No oh. other creature can do that. Yeah,
1: right. True. I guess that's true. Now, in a um, in a conversation just between themselves, um, Caleb asks Nathan uh, what will happen if Ava fails the Turing test, and he says that she'll be updated and. Of course, this means that her memory is going to be wiped out and she'll no longer be. So essentially, he's going to kill her. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, to call it what it is, she's sentient. She's self-aware. He's going to just deactivate, basically pull her brain out and wipe it clean and start over with a more obedient robot, I guess.
0: Yeah. Real men would call it an upgrade.
1: uh, (laughs) Trading up. Yeah. Are robots
2: in the future going to view this movie as really horribly
0: they're you gonna
1: know they're gonna see it like watch
2: anti-robotic or whatever
1: they're gonna see it like watching a movie about slavery
2: yeah is this going to be their <laughs> their birth of a nation right
1: mm. i guess that could be so now uh at that point in the story caleb knows pretty much the ins and outs of what's going on up here at uh, camp nathan And, uh, he does want to, he does want to help Ava. And I don't remember at what point he finds out, uh, that, you know, Kyoko reveals that she's, uh, an Android, you know, when she peels back her skin and shows him all the blinking lights. But once he's on board with that, then he knows, okay, well, (laughs) this is clearly a lot of bullshit. And, uh, it's kind of obvious at this point that this isn't his first rodeo, that Nathan's probably been at this for a while and then he sees mm-hmm. all the all the experiments that didn't work out. Yeah. Hanging in closets.
0: It's kind of like Bluebeard's secret room.
1: Yeah. I'm not aware of Bluebeard's secret room.
0: Well, Bluebeard is like uh so he here's this guy who who like kills a series of his wives, and, and uh, each wife who comes along, he says, uh, oh, you can go anywhere in the castle, but never go in that room. And, of course, they always do. And
1: and then
2: he kills them.
0: <laughs> the pirate
1: yeah. Bluebeard?
2: No, that's Blackbeard.
1: Wasn't there a Bluebeard pirate now? No. Bluebeard was a different guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, so, uh, so basically the secret room is where all the previous wives are.
1: Is he, f- is he a fictitious guy or a real
0: mm-hmm. guy? Okay, good. He's based on jute ray
1: yeah possibly
0: yeah oh he's he's based on historical characters but it's a story
1: does he literally have a blue beard i think that was his last name oh okay (laughs) not
0: yeah he's he's not a smurf (laughs) he's
1: not papa smurf papa smurf (laughs) has a white beard (laughs) he's got blue skin
2: but he had a blue beard when he was younger Right, <laughs> yeah, probably. or did he have a blonde beard?
1: Because that's blonde. <laughs> oh,
0: but but like Bluebeard is like where you get all the uh, the horror movie tradition of uh, people going to houses and the, and who you know the guy in the lord of the house always says like, we can go anywhere but not this room. Yes, <laughs> and of course.
1: Yep, so, and you can't widely used yeah. gothic. Yeah, you can't not go in that room after oh, they're yeah. told I'll, not to go well, in that room. It's
0: end of movie for they don't go in that room. Yeah,
2: yeah, they never do.
0: They're just... <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, so we, we have just... a pleasant weekend and then we'll go home. Well, there I
1: should don't... be leather-bound books and sniffers of brandy. <laughs>
2: I don't remember if it was Mister Show or what. What show had a skit that was Rebecca, but with the first wife? <laughs> so... <laughs> She'd go, I'd love this room. yes. Or he'd tell her she couldn't go into a room. And then she'd go in there and be like, this is where your portrait will hang. (laughs) Nice. This is where I'll reveal to my second wife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You only get married twice once. Yes. A very wise man once told me that. I'm just kidding. It was a guy named Jason. Jason. He wouldn't know the reference because he's scared of horror movies. He's a bachelor.
0: Confirmed bachelor. <laughs> uh,
1: so in in the last meeting with um,
0: Ava and Caleb. Uh, now, is Caleb a, a, a bi- reference? It sounds biblical to me.
1: It's a biblical name, and, and I think it's Cain or Abel's son. I am blissfully ignorant to this. Why didn't you ask Siri? Ah. Yeah, let's do that. <clears throat> Who was Caleb in the Bible?
2: Okay, give me a moment. Here's what I found on the web for who was Caleb in the Bible. <laughs>
1: um, thanks for giving me stuff I have to read. Uh, <laughs> the son of
2: Jephuine.
1: Jepune?
2: Jepune? Jephuine? One of the few French men who's in the, the Bible. It's the
1: origin of, of the word chupacabra. Um, oh, jeez, I don't want to read this. Just read Uh, I don't want to
2: read Tell me, read, summarize this, Siri.
1: (laughs) Siri, can you, I don't have the use of my eyes. Can you tell me? Why don't you ask
2: her? Come on, let's see what she can do. Give it up, Siri.
1: Yeah. Siri, I don't have the use of my eyes, so can you tell me who was Caleb in the Bible?
2: You're clearly lying. (laughs) Richard. Okay, you
0: don't
2: then. What?
1: <laughs> Whoa. Wow. What did Thanks she for, say? Okay, you don't then. Thanks oh. for nothing, Siri.
2: Did I mean? Wow. Well, if any of the listeners know who Caleb
1: is. Yeah. Then good on you. Good for be. And so, um uh, where I, were we then? A couple of <laughs>
0: people turned up and knocked at the door today. and. Um, I opened the door and they said, "We're from, uh, we're from out of the local church." I said, "Oh, congratulations!" And closed the door.
1: <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> you want to sell cookies? You can
0: come in for a minute. No, yeah, they might have escaped. You know, it's one of those cult things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Keep keep walking. You've made it this far. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, we. I skipped the part where Kyoko was naked on Caleb's bed. Um, or no, on, it was in Nathan's room. I think she tries oh. to put the moves on Caleb at some point in time.
0: Yeah. Jack in synthesis.
1: Hmm. This will happen in a movie occasionally, won't it? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't seem to take advantage, though, at any point. I don't think he even...
2: No, I mean, do you really want to have sex with the robot.
1: Well, according to Nathan, it, all the parts were working.
2: Yeah, but I mean, look at Nathan's lifestyle.
1: <laughs> he lives
2: alone and he drinks a lot. I mean. Right. And he's... Of course, he's fucking a robot. Of I course. Mean, <laughs> just a hop, skip, and a jump away. So uh,
0: in, in, in Europe, um, the, uh, like those inflatable, I think it's snowing outside. Uh, inflatable women are called Dutch wives.
2: Really? Why? Because they used to be made out of wood.
0: <laughs> Clogs <laughs> to yeah. enhance their appeal. Uh, Dutch, for some reason, was slang for something that was fake. Oh, okay.
1: Dear listeners, if you're wondering why we're having trouble staying on topic, it's because the movie was actually good.
0: <laughs> good movies. This
1: happens every damn time. <laughs> every
0: time we do a good movie,
1: it's like I don't know what to say about this. It was good. Go watch it. <laughs> Talk about
0: the man remake. <laughs>
1: We should. It's Snowing. Yeah, I told you. Fucking snow. Well, nobody confirmed it. Wasn't, it, wasn't it. My I my mean, dandruff.
2: Ri- Richard opened the the window or pulled back <laughs> the curtains, and I can't see. And then he didn't say anything. He just hmm. turned back around.
0: So nope,
1: nope, no, it's not snowing. Don't look out there, Will. Ask Siri. Yeah. Is it snowing? Yeah. Let's see if she can tell me at least that.
2: I remember in school dozing off, third or fourth grade. Is it snowing currently? In Denver. Uh, anyway, uh, third or fourth grade.
1: Yes, Richard. It does appear to be snowing. Well,
0: thank you for that. I was good what? to sing Daisy.
1: Daisy? Okay. Could you sing Daisy? Who, me? Yes, you. Yes, you. That's what I figured. That's no answer.
2: Oh. It's like a magic Just, eight ball. It,
1: it's worse than a magic eight ball. It, it Try has, again later. It has the promise of actually giving you an answer. Outlook
0: unclear. <laughs> right. How could sing Daisy, and that was sixteen years ago. Yeah. Or Fifteen years ago.
2: How? Yeah. Two thousand. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's... So anyway, I was dozing off in third grade. Okay. Kind of looking out the window and i see stuff falling and i go out loud in class look it's snowing not thinking that i live in a new mexico and b it's may <laughs> it was the the guy the groundskeeper mowing the lawn and it was throwing up grass at the
1: window <laughs> and you didn't know snow was not green
2: I knew, but just, I was so bored. I don't know, but I imagine my teacher thought I was drunk. (laughs) So
0: in New Mexico, do they have to explain it's not the sky breaking?
2: Yeah. I mean, I remember once they had like half an inch of snow and they sent us all home like it was the end of the world. Yeah. I mean... We got 18 inches once. I think that's the most snow wow. we'd ever had.
0: Huh. That's
1: that's even an event when it happens here. I suppose so. Yeah, when it happens all at once.
0: There's a great uh, uh, Argentinian comic series called The Etanore. It just came out in English last year mm-hmm. from Fantagraphics. And uh, it's a really excellent comic series. Ran in the 50s, late 50s in, Ar- in Argentina. And, like, the first sign you get that things are going really strange, it, it's snowing. It's Buenos Aires. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they look out the window and they see it snowing. and You just know it's, things are going really wrong.
2: Yeah, that would work in New Mexico.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Unusual weather events are always a, a nice thing in movies. It kind of gives you that, that whole thing.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you do with Colorado. We have everything. Yeah,
1: we get all the
2: stuff. Oh, oh. I guess volcanic it's, ash would it's be... raining is, frogs. I was just going to say tiny
0: frogs. <laughs> we had that last year. We had five inches of frogs last year was a big deal.
1: <laughs> mm. But, you know, it still isn't enough. We're still in a frog drought. Yeah. 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 No matter how much it snows or rains, it's never enough. Have you yeah. noticed that? We need the moisture. It's always that same thing, and they always say it like Dingbat from All in the Family. <laughs> we need the moisture.
2: Oh man, that is a that's a reference for today.
1: <laughs> totally. I have no idea. That is that's just how Gene Stapleton talks. Contemporary talked in, in that particular show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that
0: never saw. Okay.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't have, and it would be like most Americans. All in the
2: Family was probably a British show first. British. <laughs> I don't think so, but like Step, Sanford and Step Steptoe Sun. and Son, yeah, yeah, Three's Company.
1: Three's Company was a British. Yeah,
2: Three's Company was a British show. What was
1: it called? Um,
0: I can't remember. Was it Man About the House?
2: Yeah, something like that. It could have been it. Yeah, I think yeah, that was that it. That sounds yeah. right.
1: Because it,
2: you should sure was... say
1: in the closing credits mm-hmm. like what something was based on. Okay, and then you find out Quincy Jones wrote the theme for Sanford and Son. Did you know that?
0: That's Quincy, no, I didn't that's know, Quincy I Jones'
1: composition. I want to save this for when we do The Invisible Man, but I can't help but How do you find Will Smith after a snowstorm? I don't know. Look for the fresh prints.
0: No. oh that's
1: so bad
2: (laughs) i gotta go lay down you're a walking dead fan you've seen the the dad joke (laughs) carl whatever
1: that meme yes
2: (laughs) Yes. i don't watch that show but damn if that's not the funniest thing i've seen
1: (laughs) it's it's so funny because because his because rick's cracking up face is actually him like hitting this extremely low moment of grief
2: oh yeah you
1: can tell he's like <laughs> he's cracking it's supposed up. to be
2: terrible but it looks oh man it's just perfect <laughs> oh do you know what we're talking
1: about no we'll have okay. to show you that one yeah we won't bother asking there. fucking siri for it because she'll fail uh, on all, I, all levels all i've
0: seen of sanford and son is um they had a bit of it in the x-men movie uh days of future past oh They uh, they knob all the security system at the Pentagon and all the screens switch to Sanford and Son.
1: Oh, nice! I haven't seen that one. It was a good Sanford and Son was a good show.
2: Oh, I meant X Men. Oh, (laughs) I've seen Sanford and Son. Yeah, it was all right.
1: (laughs) You know what we should do? It was no
2: good times, but
1: (laughs) we should watch Sanford and Son and talk about it instead of doing horror movies. There's a lot more. There'd be mined there. I think. No, we
2: would end up talking about something else. <laughs> probably, we probably start talking about ex machina. I blame MTV.
1: Yeah, for your short attention span. Sure, it was, there was an edit every 2.5 seconds.
2: What okay. was? Yeah,
1: exactly. MTV. Um, all right. Oh, I blame
2: MTV for my short attention span.
1: <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> all right, back to the movie. So, Ava and Caleb meet again for one last time and uh caleb encourages her to cut the power and um
2: at 10 (laughs) o'clock they'll they'll make their escape
1: (laughs) and they put on stocking caps yeah because that helps you sneak around you know um he reveals to her this plan that he has because he's i think at this point has snagged nathan's uh card key which no
2: he doesn't have it he says he's going to get nathan drunk
1: oh. and
2: then do it but then nathan of course it's overheard them i am going to be sober drink. now
1: because he hid a camera in her room
2: yeah
1: yeah Duh, as I you mean... will so um what what goes on next is that uh nathan tells uh caleb that the helicopter is going to pick him up on time and uh and uh Caleb offers, he offers him the drink and he refuses it, as you said. And uh, he, he talks about uh, seeing Nathan destroy the picture. And Nathan tells him that he hit a camera, a battery-operated camera, so the power cuts wouldn't affect it. And uh, now he knows Caleb's plan, so on and so forth. And uh, Nathan admits that he, um, that, uh, he geared uh, Ava's, personality toward Caleb's desires and based all this information from his internet searches and so forth. So he specifically has uh, said, Oh, this is the right personality for you, buddy. Here you go. What are you going to do? And, uh, and Nathan tells Caleb that Ava's not in love with him, that she's just using him because, well, clearly she wants to escape. And, uh, but this is, this is a way that they can confirm she truly is an AI. And the test is successful. Now, after this blackout, um, the plan's already in action uh, because, because he, he hadn't
2: planned the day before.
1: Well, he had he had lifted his <coughs> card previously and had done some reprogramming because he's a programmer. Um, but uh, during a power cut when when uh, Nathan can't listen, Ava and Kyoko make this. Uh, this little plan they have a little conversation and which basically comes down to <laughs> let's stab him to death and then we'll lock the nerd in a room and get out of here well i'll get out of here because you don't care but i'm super smart so i gotta get out of here yeah and that's kind of where we see the weirdest stabbing ever in a movie
2: Yeah, that was very bizarre. It
1: was almost like they were just sliding a card into a slot. It was just like, here's a knife for your back.
2: And then when he was walking down the hall, his actual blood, well, not actual blood, but fake blood on his shirt. But when they pulled the knife out, they used this terrible CGI blood that
1: they they love
2: doing in movies now.
1: It's so dumb. It's easy to hook up a little straw and squirt some fake blood out.
0: But then you have to clean up to do the. Routine.
1: I think that's the yeah. the thing. That's true. You only get one take before you have to do a bunch of resetting. That's true. So how? Would, and of course, after uh, after Nathan kind of thinks he's gonna maybe get away, uh, he's destroyed the one girl's arm and the other girl's face, and he gets stabbed a second time. And he knows it, he knows it's over. And he seems a little blown away by the irony irony of this thing.
2: I think it, it's always ironic when it blows up in your face like that. You just gotta laugh. <laughs> you gotta say, "Well, you know,
1: yeah, he, he seems like
2: the bad." Yep.
1: <laughs> he, he seems kind of like, "What the hell? I'm in control of everything. How is this happening to me?" And uh, and then we see the the moth in a mason jar look of, of of Caleb in his room beating on the window, mm. and apparently the pilot of the helicopter isn't in the loop on anything it's like oh whoever's at this x on the ground yeah
2: Yeah, i don't imagine he knows or she just told him oh they're not going to come but i'm flying back
1: yeah unless she's downloaded how to fly a helicopter then she could just throw him out yeah fly it herself Mm. that could happen
0: Yep, then there'd be a whole tv series to follow
1: save something for the sequel um so the 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 final scene we see, her shadow and this upside down shot of people walking through what we can guess is a major city.
0: Yeah, this is like, this is, uh, you get, uh, isn't there some kind of forewarning um, sort of, of this? She like f- says that her dream is to stand in the street watching people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she does say that. She's
2: where she would want to go if, if yeah. she could get out. Yeah. Let's go people watch.
1: So I wanted to get past summarizing the end of that to get to this conversation. What does she do now? I mean, she doesn't really need to bathe. Um,
2: I think she would need to bathe. Maybe. I mean. He implied that
1: there were some working parts that, I don't know, maybe.
2: I she- just think, you know, your skin's going to pick up grime. Just because you're a robot doesn't right. mean you're.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you have to you have to wash the grime off of your silicone yeah. skin. Uh, the clothes will get pretty ratty looking eventually. So she's going to need
0: clothes.
2: You won't age, but I imagine you'll start looking pretty shabby.
0: Right. You've got to replace your fluids and
2: things.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. She,
1: and How long does
0: her battery run?
1: I think there was something about it it really wouldn't charge outside of that house. I mean, maybe yeah. she's got a
0: solar panel somewhere. There's this whole feeling that she's like post-human revolution uh, that, you know, the humans as depicted in this movie are pretty <laughs> <laughs> well, you know self-centered uh you know the
1: unlike in real life unlike <laughs> yeah, the robot um, who
2: was very self-centered as well.
0: Yeah, but you know she she's going to initiate a revolution and uh you know it'd be the post-human world. Yeah. Get rid of those stupid fleshies.
1: So what what does she do? I mean, while it is still a human world, what does she do to take care of those needs that we just talked about?
2: She becomes a police officer in <laughs> Japan, I believe.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome.
2: It's a ghost in the shell We They could call it
1: Robocop. No, you're right, ghost in the shell. <laughs> I have trouble. I mean, would she have to be a pickpocket or some sort of a con artist?
0: Oh, she'd think big go for some kind of rob a bank there's some kind of pandemic
1: yeah yeah
0: she could probably just kind of the androids she
1: could probably just communicate with her friend the atm and Mm -hmm. say hey spit out some money i need to go
0: shopping into everything
2: i was glad to see that she did not have super strength this is true and i was like man if she has super strength why would you build that in
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could actually knock her arm off with the with the bar from the weights. Yeah, so that showed that she was relatively fragile.
0: Yeah, she she's smart enough to upgrade herself. Titanium yeah. skeleton.
2: Well, she went and got a new arm out of the closet.
1: That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she could always fly a helicopter back to the place and yeah, get another arm if she, she needed it. She knows
0: where the lab is. She can build a new one. She could build an army. Or if she pretended to be some kind of inventor herself and she can construct her own laboratory.
1: I think we're halfway through writing the sequel already. There we go.
0: Yeah, I'm liking this.
1: <laughs> we got to trademark this. And so it's going to be called RoboCop, Ghost in the Shell.
0: I, I'm just riffing because I'm in a fugue state.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Henry Rollins said it best, um, sleep deprivation makes everything really neat. <laughs> It's true, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's great. So the question of is it horror, I say yeah it is in the sense that, you know, once again if we plugged in any other creature into the situation, it would be considered a horror movie by any reasonable person. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's like a horror trope of dehumanization.
1: Yeah, if it hits certain notes, certain
0: new zombies and
2: killer robots.
1: Um, would you recommend it, Will?
2: Yes, as
1: highly as it follows.
2: Not as highly as it follows, but close. Yeah, close
1: second. Yeah, we're seeing some good stuff recently. Uh, I Shall would, you? I yeah. would definitely have
0: Yeah, I have, and I would, I would, and I have. <laughs> there's some good uh, movies out there. They tend to be smaller. Um, you know, they some of them don't even make it to theaters, but there's some good horror movies going around.
1: About the Vavitch, are we gonna go see? I was the... gonna
2: say. Speaking of which, the witch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why do they spell it with two V's? What's the other one? Spring, or something. Something Oh, about. Spring is is pretty I've good. i heard that's good. Yeah, I um, like that one. I've not seen it.
1: Yeah, if you get a chance to see that one, um, I think I had to pay to rent it on Amazon or something. Okay. But I didn't feel like, you know, three ninety nine down the drain or whatever. <laughs> I felt like it was it was good fun. Um, there are always things in a lower budget movie that could be done better, but it didn't feel like a shitty low budget movie.
2: Just uh, a middle tier Yes. <laughs> low budget movie.
0: Well, X Machina looks really glossy and the special effects are good and yeah. I mean, you've got this limited cast and it's in one location basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's intelligently done. That's yeah. how you do it. Really using a low money. budget movie. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like they could have gone off the deep end like iRobot and had like You know, some massive turn
0: it into a big chase,
1: right? Or massive rooms filled with thousands of robots stretching off into the horizon.
0: That's the standard thing with like science fiction movies, where they take a a a novel with interesting ideas and they turn it into a chase movie. Yeah, yeah, because that's more visual. It's going to bring in more punters.
1: A couple of buddy cops and a wacky dog, and Mm -hmm. you know, some (laughs) some car chases. Sure, why wouldn't you do that, Murka? <laughs> we
0: ruin everything. Well, I, I, I can I can see the um, the reasoning because you you take a i like robot. You, if you go back to the Asimov stories, yeah, uh, there's not it, a movie. Yeah, there. it's not a big visual thing. It's not at the, all. Is the concept and the discussion of the idea that's not going to translate to a movie. If you have to do a, if you have to put an android on screen convincingly, you have to spend umpteen amount of dollars and then you have to bring in umpteen amount of people to see it so you you know you have to leave behind that like purely intellectual story right, to a certain extent i mean you could get away with it in the early 70s because you wouldn't have to spend so much in uh, yeah. making the film you know, you just have you know your brain or someone playing an android and it would be done fairly cheaply
1: so we all liked it we would all recommend it um what are some other things um we mentioned westworld some other things along the lines of i mean they they always tried and i felt failed with the stepford wives you know, putting it on screen i feel like there's there's some good you know, idea there that could be done mm-hmm. but it never that I remember, anyway. Yeah, that's never quite right Ex
0: Machina in that the androids are female constructed by men for their pleasure. Yeah. So. It's kind of, yeah, that was the first thing I thought. I was like,
2: why? Why make a sexy robot? I mean, <laughs> if R2-D2 can convince <laughs> you that he's living, isn't that more impressive than a sexy robot?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Besides less working moving parts,
1: so from the from the first fewer moving
2: parts, man. I...
1: Have you ever noticed from the first time that man could do anything of any sort, he always turns it toward his own sexual desires. <laughs> Starting with like carving things in stone, like the petroglyphs, the cave paintings. There's always like, here's the hunter with a giant dong, and here's some woman.
0: <laughs> yeah, but with all technology like the you know pornography was pretty much you know a thing from the get-go of motion pictures
2: yep photography you know the second photo was dirty
0: uh, absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: it was first one was down that street with yeah, that
0: the, little the down shoe, yeah shine.
1: yeah daguerreotype and the
2: second pic. one was <laughs>
1: yeah the second one Something was
0: like filthy uh, got in a woman and got her to take her clothes off
1: yeah so we're awful and this is what we do i think is the moral of the story <laughs> i mean left to his own devices man will always just
0: yeah man as in man yes <clears throat> yeah we'll do this as in men yeah they um yeah they tend to turn technology towards their private needs
1: <laughs> the needs of their privates yes <laughs> or murder well um, eventually
2: but can can it kill someone or can I fuck it? <laughs> Those are the first two questions,
1: <laughs> right? So that's that's the nature of man. You heard it here first.
0: Um, <laughs> now you know so
1: they're they're remaking Westworld. I understand, and I don't know any. I have not seen anything about it.
2: Kanye is starring in it. Right?
1: Kanye West. Yeah, Kanye
2: Westworld. <laughs> Come on, that was an easy to layup, that one, man. Wow,
1: <laughs> the self-proclaimed genius himself. <laughs> that was as bad as Fresh
2: Prince. <laughs> Nothing's as bad no, as that, that. Really wasn't.
1: I really wanted to use that one when we talk about the invisible man. Eventually,
2: you you, you use it again; it won't get any worse. Yeah, what's <laughs> the can't what it get worse?
1: <laughs> what are the? It's not going to age like a fine wine. <laughs> It's um, vinegar. So, what would you uh, what would you say about the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Is it horror? I mean, it has it right in the title. <laughs> sure. I know well,
2: my uh, uh, college roommate was terrified of that movie. Really? Yeah. There's
1: a there's a documentary about people who have a phobia of the Screen Gems logo. Have You heard uh, about yeah, this? Yeah, I've heard of that. That's bizarre, <laughs> I and mean, I haven't looked any further into it. But I want to watch that
0: documentary. What is the Latin for that? Oh, that's a
1: great question there's oh huh. god that's I've so weird that.
2: logophobia yeah.
1: <laughs> logophobia um fear of the truth mm. <laughs> that's what logo fear of fear oh, of the yeah. um where were we, what were we talking about <laughs> when we went down that rabbit hole
2: it's just iconophobia
0: that could be it. But uh, you asked if Rocky Horror was. A oh,
2: is, a horror Rocky, movie. is Rocky Horror
1: horror? And I said my college roommate thought it
0: was. Yeah, it's it's a musical. It's horror. It's science fiction.
1: So it's a horror musical, really. All right, because um, one one of our um, devoted listeners would love to hear us talk about Rocky Horror Picture Show one day. Hmm. Maybe we'll save it for her birthday. Um, Crystal, uh, your birthday's Halloween, so we uh, have
2: a devoted listener.
1: At least one. <laughs> Uh, yes, and we have we, listeners in lots of new countries. It,
0: it's ironic that we're talking about uh, uh, you know, computer companies being able to monitor everything, but uh, our, except our show—the <laughs> only thing that's not listened to on the internet.
1: Now we get a lot of listens. Um, we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, over, there's over a thousand listens to our show. Excellent. Collectively. Yeah. Collectively. <laughs> <laughs> over a thousand
2: what is this episode 21
1: 20 20 i think it's 20 um yeah so you realize that six weeks from now we'll be the halfway mark to a year does that feel no like,
2: this would be 21 wouldn't it
1: i don't know anywho i could look on my phone i won't ask fucking siri because she's useless <laughs> i never use Siri, and, and i think you see why
2: yeah see i wasn't
1: Let's
0: see. She's been listening in and she's she's just annoyed at us putting down.
2: Yeah. Who was it? Some smart TV. Was it Samsung? Somebody suggested yeah, Samsung. you don't talk in front of your TV yeah, if you don't yeah. want it to hear. One,
0: one of them had a monitoring system.
1: Yeah. Um. This will be episode 20 that we're recording right now.
2: Well, all right.
1: There it is. Um, so let's the, wrap this up then yeah we should wrap it up so uh, just watch Westworld and uh, uh, other movies with
2: robots in it
1: 2001, 2001
0: Black Hole Black Hole Colossus the 4 Project
2: oh that's a good one I wasn't being serious with the Black Hole
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but still why not
0: anything uh, with Robbie the Robot in it uh, Demon Seed
1: Demon, Demon Seed. Seed okay
0: it's the one with Robert Vaughan and Julie Christie awesome it's another one where it's the male technology versus a female
1: oh ah.
0: and it's pretty explicit <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right yeah you're, you're right though will we should wrap it up um listeners thank you for listening if you get a chance please rate review subscribe on itunes or whatever outlet you found us on and uh thanks again to the Moonrays for giving us the intro creature features at the top of the show find the music at the moon-rays.com or on amazon or itunes any of those or places or ask surrey or ask Siri, see what happens. Uh, <laughs> my guess is nothing. <laughs> Try again later. <laughs> She's
0: one of our loyal listeners.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, listeners, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you for episode 21. We'll not see anyone on a podcast ever. Um, I, I see.
2: They some... <laughs> won't see us, we won't see them. <laughs>
0: I see their little
1: faces sometimes on the little icons listeners. on SoundCloud. And, and
0: I promise to get some sleep before listeners. the
2: We'll,
1: we'll talk at you next time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Stay off the moors.
2: Thank you.